0: welcome back this is the coach otaku take a seat and let's talk about some anime today i want to talk about a criminally underrated favorite of mine space dandy crafted once again by the genius shinichiro watanabe back in 2014 space dandy surprisingly aired first in the u.s dubbed on toonami before its native country in japanese like samurai Champloo. Space Dandy is a wonderfully crafted 26 episodes. But it's not like your standard anime where there's a clear beginning, middle, and end to the story. Space Dandy is an anthology where for the most part each episode stands alone as its own adventure, and in a couple episodes the main cast actually dies but the following episode starts up as it's perfectly normal and it's just a whole brand new story. It isn't until the later episodes where a plot develops and gives some sort of cohesiveness to the show as a whole. What does remain the same though throughout the show is it's about Space Dandy who's a dandy guy in space. Accompanied by QT, a robot companion, and an alien cat named Yao by Dandy because his actual name is just too hard to understand. These three are alien bounty hunters in search for undiscovered and rare aliens to register with the Intergalactic Agency for Money. The thing about the money though is it's almost always to further Space Dandy's goal of going to every restaurant in the universe called Boobies, which is essentially a Hooters in space. Although the restaurant is all about Boobies, Space Dandy is not a Boobies guy. He's all about what's below, and that's that ass. Now, in the first episode, you know, within like the first five minutes, he makes his stance very passionate and clear that too many fools are distracted by up above, which is boobies, when it's all about that ass. Then there's Dr. Jell of the Gogo Empire who's apparently chasing after Space Dandy who doesn't even know he is, and you really don't even know why until later in the series. Space Dandy also has this interesting element to it that we don't see in anime too often. There's an omniscient narrator that actually plays into the story as well as Space Dandy and the cast breaking the fourth wall on occasion now when it comes to the comedy space dandy is something that does rely on comedy at times you know and it does it well it's not really your standard japanese humor base though i feel it pulls a lot on american comedy and distances itself from generic moments seen all too much in isekai like one moment um when you're first introduced to dr gel you see his spaceship and his spaceship is a head the head not a head the head of the statue of liberty with a gag ball in its mouth like yo some of those moments are just like am i really seeing this the statue of liberty head has a gag ball in its mouth like yo what is this man thinking and you know just simple other moments that's really reminiscent of american comedy and it just it really it hit home it's a lot more relatable i feel than you generally see in japanese Comedy related animes. Now, the characters you meet, some are recurring outside of the main cast, like Honey, a server rat Boobies, but for the most part, they only get one episode. Despite that, certain characters are developed so well within the 24 minutes of the episode that you'd really want to see them reappear. It's that execution that is rare and astonishing, and honestly, there's no character that you really hate. You kind of adore and Appreciate each character that you come across throughout each adventure. Now, Space Dandy, his personality matches his looks. You know, he's got this slick black pompadour. He's kind of lanky and athletic, but he's callous, oftentimes sacrificing his crew for his own life and fairly dumb and somewhat of an amateur alien hunter who often contradicts himself you know and then when it comes to -to hand-to-hand combat he's not the greatest um and neither is his shot with like a pistol he's missing shots with like 10 enemies right in front of him and it's just like bro how can you be that bad but when it comes to piloting his coveted aloha oi spaceship he's actually pretty good and what's dope about his spaceship is that it turns into like a mech that has like laser beams and stuff like yo you watch the show you'll see what i'm talking about it's dope. Then he's sort of like a pro surfer. He has this rocket boosted surfboard, and some of the moments when he's riding that is like, wow, this is this is something. Like when he's escaping uh, a falling apart planet and debris, it's just it's something to look out for. Then Q.T. is very serious and has a lot of pride. The robot is somewhat of like a maternal figure to dandy and meow because in the house not in the house in the spaceship he's always cooking and cleaning is most definitely the most responsible member of the queue of the crew qt is also very competent and tries to make sense of every situation well his comrades tend to be oblivious and have no idea what's going on to most things but the thing about qt is he's a very outdated robot So when it comes to things like finding new aliens that aren't registered, he has to look at a book of registry of all the aliens. He's not able to scan to see like, okay, this alien was registered and okay, this alien wasn't. And Space Dandy often mocks him for that. But Dandy sees the value in QT. Now we get to a meow. He's a very lazy and carefree, you know, alien cat. He spends most of his time playing video games and reading manga and despite like doing pretty much absolutely nothing which you know dandy calls him out on like all the time he believes that he's very helpful and crucial component of the loha Oi by finding information on rare aliens and their whereabouts through social media Too, you know varying degrees of success sometimes it works out sometimes it does and i want to briefly touch on dr joe the main which surprisingly is really good for it being an anthology he actually has some moments it's like okay i see you but he's a very intelligent gorilla species who kind of has the appearance of like facial hair but jet black from cowboy bebop you know but he's often you know very assertive and direct and wants to get the job done and you know he has some moments that are pretty redeeming as a antagonist the music Listen, I don't know what it is, but Shinichiro Watanabe knows how to bring excellent composers together to form wonderful compositions. Space Dandy went with the overall funk and disco original soundtrack, and it is something to truly appreciate. It complements the show so well and uses the right song for the right moments masterfully almost every time. If it wants you to be hype or in your bag in between listen it will do it if you listen to my episode on Samurai Champloo and the part about its soundtrack Space Dandy comes close I'm not going to say to the exact level and the impact that Samurai Champloo's soundtrack had but it's definitely something to notice now the animation for Space Dandy is something to behold It's one of the most pretty and downright just like action fluid animes I've seen. Its motion is very realistic and it seems like they took no shortcuts when they were actually giving the characters human-like movement patterns. It was done very clean and I feel methodically, you know, it's this kind of show that you would kind of want to watch when you're drunk or high as shit like it'll have you leaning in all of the style techniques and color choice and animation you know even sober it has its moments that have you like holy shit this is absolutely amazing so it's like the perfect show to put on if you're with friends smoking or drinking to have a fun night And not to say that this isn't a decent enough anime to watch, you know, if you're just trying to kill some time, you know, and you want to pay attention to it enough. Like I said, with it being an anthology, the story to a certain extent doesn't matter until I would say the later part of the series. But hey, listen, you pay attention. You'd be surprised at some of the moments that it develops as an overall show. It's a pretty good anime overall. You know, I would definitely recommend it. Like I said, with it being 26 episodes, it's a pretty clean and easy watch. You can get that over with in like a weekend and a little bit extra. You know, you watch five episodes a day. Let's say that's like an hour and a half. You do that three weeks. So yeah, not a weekend. In a couple weeks, hey, you're done and you can move on. You know, now out of like 10, I'd give Space Dandy. Maybe an eight and a half. You know, I really enjoyed it, but to a certain extent, I kind of wish there was more to it. And that can possibly be a fault for some people, but for other people, it could be a benefit. For me, I kind of felt like it was a fault. Like, I wish there was more. I feel like there was a lot of potential for Space Dandy, but it didn't capitalize on it. And listen, that's perfectly okay. An eight and a half out of ten is still a great score. Highly recommend you watch Space Dandy so share this podcast with your friends and family follow me on instagram at culture underscore and i'm gonna just let the music play so until next time i'll catch y'all later this is the culture Taku. peace